You are listening to your auntie's favorite DJ, DJ Treaty What is going on and welcome back to What the Pod. My name is DJ Treacy Treese and you are in episode six now. Welcome back. For those that are new to the show, What the Pod is my podcast where I bring on new guests every single week that tell you why you should listen to their podcast. We're all over uh, the topics at this point and I really don't know these people. I just ask, uh, put out an open call on the internet and whoever responds and comes to my little onboarding call gets to be on the show. Um so thank you. Thank you for joining us back again. Uh, before we get started today, again, I am going to shamelessly plug the merch that is in the store for What the Pod. If you want to support this podcast, buying merch is an awesome way. If you would like to find that everywhere on the internet, for those of you that are listening in your cars or whatever, it's at djtreesytrees.tv. But without further ado, I'm going to bring our guest up on the show. Everyone give us a virtual round of applause for Joshua. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I'm glad to be here. Thank you for giving me the opportunity. Anytime, anytime. So tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, the name of your podcast and what it's about. All right. My name's Joshua Jones, Josh, whatever you want to call me. Uh, and I'm the host of the Not So Bad Bachelor Pad. And that's just your general sex and relationship podcast. But you get it from the male perspective. I feel like a lot of the time you get it, you know, you hear it from the female perspective. So if you want to know what the modern man is thinking, I try to shoot it to you. That's awesome. How long have you been podcasting? Um, we started in June of last year. So we're coming up on a year here this summer. Yeah. That's awesome. So, okay. So now that I've had the girls on here, we've talked to T. We've done, I had a relationship podcast on episode two, I think. So what's for you the most burning, like misconception for what men are thinking and like how women understand it? So I used to uh, use the metaphor, people think men are just like a revolver. They're just always ready to fire, but that's not the case. There are a lot of guys out there who actually enjoy like the courting stage, being in a relationship, being faithful, committed, and who are in touch with themselves on an emotional level. So there are layers, we're just not one and done. You know? Just not one and done. And do you think that those men exist and we don't see them because um it's more popular to you know why why don't we see a lot of these men in mainstream oh there are layers to that question um first off you guys see these men all the time or people see these men all the time but they get labeled simp and nobody loves the simp for some reason uh but you know like in like the 90s r&b or even early 2000s like the player became the epitome everybody wanted to fall in love with the player because they like they looked so good or they were the bad boy. So I was like, you know, if you're focused on the player, you, you ignore the simp on the side. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I always talk about, so my wife uh, does a relationship. Um, she has a relationship podcast. She does clubhouse stuff. So we constantly talk about this, but not in the male realm, which I'm so glad you came on the show because a lot of my friends are guys and they talk to me about different relationship topics or like relationship things that are just happening. You know, like say for instance, we're over playing PlayStation. 
and they'll say stuff and I'm like, no, no girl wants to hear that. Like I'm usually that one person there. Are you that person for your friends? I I am most of the time. Most of the yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Cause I have a 50, 50 drop of like guy and girlfriend. So it's usually I'm talking to my girlfriends and like, they're just throwing out stereotypes. And I was like, no, I was like, that's, that's not true whatsoever. Um, or I was like, if you're having an issue, I was like, stop feeding into stereotypes and that might resolve itself. Yeah. Okay. So since we, you, you started the stereotype conversation, what's a stereotype um, that you feel men get that's not fair, just generally flat out. Like it's not all of us. Oh, um, I feel like men are the bad guys. Uh, and a lot of times in relationships when there's like infidelity or like trust issues, it's like, we're always the source of it. Like we started the chain reaction that caused or led to the cheating, which isn't always the case. Uh, we might not be proactive or preventative of it, but you know, sometimes it can be the woman's fault, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, and I blame that on communication. You know, I was like, if you're not getting something from your partner, it's so much easier, in my opinion, just to communicate like, hey, this is what I need from you. But a lot of times, because we feel like we can't go to our partners, they step out and they look somewhere else for that comfort or whatever they were missing. Or it's that we're so reserved that we push our, our partners, our women or guys, whatever, you know, mm -hmm. uh, to look for somebody else. And like, we just don't communicate. And I was like, I don't think that's fair. Um, if you don't give it on both sides, if you're not reaching out and having that conversation, then anybody will look, you know, anybody will go somewhere else. It's not just because I wasn't open. It's because maybe you weren't receptive. Yeah. Yeah. And I think our society gives men the cheating pass. Like they're like, oh, man's going to be a man. And it's like, no, everyone in the relationship has the obligation or uh, not obligation, but um, the requirement, you know, to be open. And I'm so glad you said communication because that, that's usually what it is. And it's, it's a lot of the expectations that are just, you're moving past each other. You know, I expect you to be this way because society says a man should be this way and you're not doing that. And now I watch a lot of divorce court. So <laughs> listen, listen, that takes me back, man. That used to be the after school special, that and the Maury show. Yeah. Oh man. Divorce court has evolved and it's helped me to, look at different parts of my marriage where I can be like, you know, as a partner, you know, that's just bad roommate etiquette on a lot of different things, you know, um, relationship wise, you're not, we're not fighting because we're not good in a relationship. We're just struggling to live with each other. And I've always said, like, I want my spouse to be my best friend. And so many other people agree with that. They, it's an ideology that's been around forever. But I was like, when you have problems with your friend, what do you do? you talk it out. So why should that change if you're in a relationship? Yeah. 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 And a lot of the times I try to tell my followers is like, we just don't do relationships in a romantic setting. It's any type of relationship. And that's all a romantic relationship is, is a combination of different types of relationships. Yeah. So you just treat it like that. Yeah. Yeah. That is, that is major, major keys because we get in a relationship and then it's like, well, you should understand you sometimes my wife would be like, you should just know me by now. And I'm like, girl, there's a million things happening in my head. Like I'm relearning myself every day. What do you mean? I should know you by now. Come, oh, preacher, preacher. All right now. Okay. So men relationship 
uh, advice people have been having a really hard time on the internet here recently with uh, Derek Jackson or uh, is that is his name the the guy you you know what I'm talking about no Derek Jackson Derek Jackson come on now you got I gotta look it up for those of y'all who are uh, watching let me see you know the dude who was like the relationship guru he a YouTuber Derek Jackson oh my god. I, now yes, now you mentioned it. Yes, I know what you're talking. And about. then his wife came. It his wife came on there with that bonnet on her head. Like this is major pop culture right now. <laughs> but he was basically telling women, telling women like, "Hey, if your man is cheating, these are all the different ways." Da, 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 da. And then just recently it came out that he was cheating on his wife. Right. So it's like men guru relationship people aren't having. And then there's to that other guy who's on uh, Samuels who the video went viral of him being like you want all this stuff from a man but what do you bring to the table you a baby mama without so okay so me and gurus right now just having a bad time how are you finding the space to like have these conversations are you labeling yourself as a relationship guru are you just having really authentic conversations like what is your podcast like and that's the thing that i I tell people i was like they're like why are you certified to give this relationship uh, advice like why should we listen to you and i was like it's because I'm, I'm an average Joe. Like, that's why. I don't try to paint this like I'm, I'm not a master. I'm not a professional. I'm just a guy who's been in several relationships, situationships, and observed from the sidelines. Like, I'm, I'm stock standard. So I feel like that gives me perspective. Yeah. See, I feel like when you try to give yourself the title of guru, that means you're above everything and you have it all figured out. But I was like, like I said, we rediscover ourselves every day. So Josh from yesterday is not the same Josh that you get today. So I can't say I've mastered what this is because it's a new person. You know, we keep learning every day, day by day. Yeah. Yeah. So what's your what's your relationship status? Where are you at and what are you what are you presently talking about on the podcast? Um, I am single. I am a bachelor. Uh, you know, I haven't hung up the jersey. Uh, I haven't retired yet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we still out here uh, playing the game. And the show, it, it kind of came about um, because in the age of Tinder, like an online dating, it's wild. Like I, I can remember like me trying to spit game in like middle school before apps really came about mm-hmm. in like high school and then like starting college and then the first kind of generation of apps coming out, like Kick, Meet Me, uh, an early Tinder. And like, it just like, it flipped to a whole different thing. like. I've never been a playboy, but like I did well for myself. Yeah. And with this new wave of just imagery, uh, visual stimulation, I'll say uh, it it like switches because too many people don't even get to the stage where they actually have conversations. It's just swipe left, right. What do I see? How attractive, like, how do you make me feel just, just off rip? And I was like, I, I, I can be honest. Like I said, I'm not, I'm not Fabio, but I have a great, like, I'm just a great, I think I'm a good person, good personality. So it's through conversation that I get a chance to start or find interest in a person. And I was like, yeah. if I get that chance, ladies, you're missing out on potentially your future partner. Yeah. But I mean, to their, to, to the extent of them just looking and swiping, they probably weren't for you anyway. Because if they weren't looking to have that conversation, then you probably just weeded out a whole bunch of people. Ooh. 100%. And I, was, I think it's a uh, pro and con. We talked about this in episode two of my show is dating canceled. 
um, a lot of us are following the lead of like your Cardi B, your Megan Thee Stallion, and having your hot girl summer. You know, we just we love we're living in the whole phase right now. Okay? Yeah, yeah. The 2010s and the 2020s, everybody is thriving in their whole phase, but they're trying to act like they're not. And I was like, let's be honest. <laughs> the only yeah. reason you sites, you know, going left right, is because you're trying to be out there and uh, find you somebody for the winter for cuffing season. Yeah, yeah. And to to be honest. I I was uh I was in my whole phase all early in my twenties. So I got married when I was twenty six. I feel like I something like that. Late in my twenties. My but my early twenties and my college days, okay, for the streets. All right. But this was before Tinder and all of this. And I'm I always say I'm so glad that I didn't have to date in this kind of way because I don't know if I ever would have focused enough on myself to make myself a desirable partner. Because I could just have instant gratification. You ain't doing what I want to do. Okay, I'll move. Oh, like what? How is that? Like, um, it's. I mean, like I, I say that all the time. Um, you have like you have so many people at the touch of a button, and whenever you're done, you don't even have got to say I'm done. You don't got to do breakups no more. You just unmatch them, never to be heard from again. Yep. Yep. I was like, what that does to us emotionally. It's crazy. Like people have become so brazen because they don't ever have to do face-to-face interactions anymore. Yeah. And you would never do that to somebody that you actually had to today face do that. Like if you're at a bar or club and you're talking to somebody, you would never just like stop talking, walk away. Like that would, that would never happen. And then they're trying to talk to you and you're just like walking around like people leaving people on red. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or like, you know, um, so I was like, like it just. I feel like this uh, era of social media dating has just in, uh, emboldened people, just giving them license to do whatever they want, and then they try to translate to an actual relationship. And I was like, you didn't have any connection beforehand. Like you were just treating people all types of ways, moving mad, and you think you're just gonna hop into an actual relationship and just be able to function. You haven't practiced talking to anybody. You, listen, I say looks fade. Okay, I was like no matter how bad you are today, in 15 years, time might not keep blessing you, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Let, let's be honest. So if you if you only got that right swipe and thought you was gonna have happily ever after, I'm sorry, it's not gonna be the case. Your feelings gonna be hurt. And it's, exactly. it takes so much more than looks to, to champion so many of these things inside of relationships. 100%. Um, and that's why I say, um, for me, we talked about our first first episode just general attraction um what attracts people to each other and a lot of that it was with uh, my friend dk and he also says it's just people's energy and banter like if you can't have a conversation with somebody or for me just being bored with somebody for more than an hour you're not suited to be partners yeah yeah your life is not going to be first dates every day it's not going to be adventure or the best love they're going to be challenges and they're going to be lulls. Yeah. You're married. Like, you know, like not every, some days are just a Tuesday, you know, that's exactly what I told my wife. We got married and we lived apart for a while. And then she came, um, we, she finally moved in. It was like halfway through our first year of being married. And she just like moved all her stuff in. And she's like, all right, cool. We're finally moved in. Like, what do we do now? And I was like, girl, watch TV. Like, this is it. This is, this is all we got. We do what right. we was doing before this. Like, you know what I mean? But I think a lot of people are like, oh my God, we're married now. I have that same excitement and be like, oh, wow. Like 
this is just now you're integrating into my life. Right. And um, so many people think, or like we, we're always given the representation in me, modern media, uh, which I tell people, don't please don't use an example, as an example, uh, that you get these cut scenes, you know, you, fall, you meet the person, you fall in love, you move in together, you get married. But I was like, what happens between these scenes? Mm. And I was mm. like, that's most of your life is between these scenes. Like, yes, you will have these big moments and it'll be, be beautiful, they'll be great. You'll remember them forever. Uh, but you but you never wonder what's between the scene. Like, how did you get from A to B to Z? Like, you gotta start thinking, y'all. You start yeah, thinking. and that that is a good... That's a good perspective. That's just a gem on any parts of your, like professionally even. Because people are like, oh, well, he's so famous. It's like, what do you think he did? In, you think he just blew up overnight? Celebrity? Right. Yeah. I mean, over several nights, maybe, you know, like, but it wasn't just Hundreds, yesterday. thousands of nights, probably. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Um, You're talking about dating and social media. Um. Uh, do you think that in the climate that we have with social media right now, you can actually find your forever partner on social media? And if so, what sites? Um, here's the thing. Everybody's so different. So I can't say 100% guarantee this stamp. This will happen for you. Um, and it also just depends what you're looking for. I feel like in, as a millennial and a lot of people, we're starting to be honest with ourselves and be like, you know what? maybe I don't want to be married. Maybe I just want companionship or for the foreseeable future, I'm just trying to hit it, quit it, no commit it. Yep. And I was, that's, that's okay. You're being honest to yourself. You're living your truth. So focus on that. Don't try to force yourself into the societal mode of, I feel like our society is so monogamous. Like we always are trying to coax people or force people to be in a relationship. They're like, yeah. oh, you've been single for so long? Like, why are you still single? Like, like that's our tagline. Like, is being single really that bad? Yeah, yeah. It's it's religious too, I think, as as well as societal, because they're <laughs> like, they're just waiting. They're like, and then it's the kid thing because yeah. it's like, okay, you're 24, you haven't been married. If you had a kid tomorrow, you'd be like 46 when they got to high school. You know, everybody's exactly. doing this math in their head to escape their today when it's like, you should probably just. <laughs> Focus on what's happening right now. And that's why I say, like, I never date to marry. I date, I go on dates or I meet people to enjoy my current moment. Yeah. As you keep enjoying that moment and you keep staying and getting invested in somebody, then then those things will fall in line. Or you'll shift and like, you know what? We're not here for tender one night stands anymore. Maybe we'll go to a hinge or onlyfarmers.com if, if that's yeah. it. <laughs> um, but I like, but you can't tell the difference. Like uh, I'm on, I have every app just to kind of see what's out there. Um, oh, so you have every app. Tell oh. us about every app. Why do you have every app? I feel like I'd be just doing a disservice to my audience if I didn't have every app out there. Okay. Okay. I can tell you about what's what's going on out here if I didn't have them. So so okay, run us through what these apps are like because okay. I don't be on dating apps, so I have no clue. What's what's each and I just heard about Hinge because of one of my guy friends. Right. Um so that's like the new um like you're ready, you're like settle it down, you know. 
uh, I feel like most of the people I know who have it or like like truly try to use it are in their like like early to mid thirties, and they're like, you know what? Hot girl summer has now ended for me. I'm trying to do like my forever fall, and I was like, fair, you know, forever um, fall. Forever <laughs> get this shit on t-shirts. Listen, listen, that's trademarked, okay? <laughs> like the but you know summer. what? Hot boys definitely have summers, and they it just ain't the summer. It's the winter. Mm-hmm. It's it's all season hot boy activity. I was I was talking to my friend, uh, and she was like, she was like, I haven't quit my hot girl summer yet. I was like, it's December. She was like, and she was like, summer is a state of mind, and I was like. Okay. All right. A hot girl summer is an energy. I just put that on Facebook in the comments today. Somebody was asking about hot girl summer. I'm like, it's a whole vibe. And I we have hot girl energy and we're married. Listen, there's nothing wrong with that. And I was like, embrace that, okay? Yeah. Uh, listen, I'm you be out here doing doing you, okay? Like yeah. you do you. Everybody else is irrelevant. You get in a bag, securing it, and just being happy. That's all that matters. Okay, so hinge, hinge. You got us on hinge. That's the settle down, early thirties. Like, let's reel uh-huh. it in. Now, the one other thing I will say about hinge: if you are in your like teens and twenties on hinge, what you're trying to do, you're trying to fake it. Okay, you're tired of. Can we curse on this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure, curse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ch- you're trying to be done with the quote unquote fuck boy. You're like, I've been cheated on. I've been like emotionally abused. This person wasn't shit. So like, let me go to hinge where the marriage potential marriage potential is and find yeah. somebody. But I was like, you're not trying to settle down. So like, what do you think is going to happen? You're going to meet somebody who's like, Oh, I'm trying to do this long haul, but you're just trying to find somebody for like the winner. Security. Like, You're just exactly. looking for security. You want to make sure they're not gonna treat you bad and leave. Right. But you want to be able to get out whenever you want to. I can completely see people in their 20s who just have trust issues or maybe boundary issues just getting on hinge because it would be like, ah, at least they're not gonna cheat on me. Right. Or have no and, intention on cheating on me. Right. And I was like, I, I get it, I understand it. Uh, but at the same time, I was like, I'm all about being fair. I was like, now come May, June, when it starts to warm up. And you break up with me because you're like, you know what? It's time for hot girl summer to start and you're cramping my style. I was like, that's low key foul. That is that is very foul yeah. to say. But there are people like my wife. She was 20. And she's like, all I wanted to be was a wife. <laughs> and we got met. She asked me to marry her. So I was like, OK, well, we doing this. There, there's, you know, that's the golden goose. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's all out there, but I'm not going to vouch for all of them. Right. Uh, she was pretty rare to find. Mm-hmm. Or I, I said a lot of people do want to be married, or at least they think they want to be married. And I was like, I don't, I don't know what that feels like. You know, I've never. That's real. To, yeah. I've I didn't think been, I was gonna get married either. I had no clue she was gonna come or we were gonna have. I didn't envision myself, especially being married in my twenties. No way. Right. You couldn't have told me my life was gonna go like this. It just kind of happened. And that's what I said. I was like, don't try to force it. Like, there's what you plan, and then there's reality. Yeah. Okay. I was like, you can't try to force every relationship to be the one because because then you're like setting limitations and then you're forcing that person to adhere to your limitations. And they're like, I feel trapped in this relationship, which is going to lead back to that whole communication cheating thing. Yep. You know, I was like, or or, and it's like not healthy to set too many boundaries on yourself or somebody else or somebody else have all these different conditions on for them to love you. Right. It's like you, if you don't put no gas in my car, you can't pay my bills. 
you can't be my man. It's like, okay, well, listen, listen. you should find a, a contract. <laughs> I have heard my neighbor say this week, if you're not taking figures, you're not for me. And I was like, excuse me? I was, I was like, At I least was like, they know what they want. I was like, well, what if he doesn't treat you right? She was like, and? I was like, and, okay. Hey. I, was like, see, I was like, now here's our issue right here. We are addicted to toxic relationships, in my opinion, which is why we have so many people on Tinder just out here, quote unquote, hoeing, because like they treat others bad and they get treated bad and they're like, I'm okay with it. I think I think people are addicted to toxic relationships because they are toxic and don't want to change. Exactly. You know what I mean? It feels comfortable to sit in a toxic situation when you like, you know what? I'm toxic too. So, I don't want to change. I don't really want I like I like comfort. I have comfort here. Too many of us grew up with Britney Spears, you know? Cuz your love is toxic. Listen, they took this that to heart. To heart, okay? To heart. All right, we still talking about apps. Hinge. No, no, no. I, you, we are. I'm, I'm here with you. We, we the same kind of person. Okay, so we got hinge, but the twenty year olds on there, you might want to do have right, caution. Are, and this is from the man's okay. perspective. This is from a man's perspective. Hundred percent. Okay. Um, and I'm not every man. I'm just the average man. Okay? Just the average man. That's all we're saying on here. I'm gonna put that in the caption. What the average man? That's gonna be the name of this episode. All right. <laughs> um, and like you said, you have Tinder. Um, Tinder might have like a couple years ago been somewhere where you actually could have found like a flame like an actual interest um but it just became so oversaturated with they're like oh they started hearing success stories they're like well if you can find love maybe i can too and then everybody hopped on it but then that also includes the people who are like i'm trying to find lust they, they switched out that the rest of the l word from love to lust and so I was like, so now it's just like the Tinderonies. Like, I'm just trying to find you. Like, they I use never them. thought Tinder was about a, re- a relationship. I ne- I don't remember one time in which Tinder, I think every, and maybe this is just in the lesbian culture, gay culture. If we go in there, that shit always been a hookup app. Now, I will say this. I feel like, because I have some friends who are uh, like in the LGBTQ space and they're like, they're like this app isn't designed for me. Like this, this wasn't like the major- like I'm the minority here. <laughs> this, <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I can feel that. Yeah. Like we just use this for hookups because like you can set like it don't I'm- really do the relationship thing right with gay. It exactly. just don't. It don't compute. It don't have the algorithm right. for gay. <laughs> like, you, you got a gay man trying to like spit to a, like a straight man, and I was like that that don't work. You right? That, that don't work. Sense. Yeah. Don't sense. And so. But then they're like, we're tired of Grinder because like Grinder is the Tinder for the gays. Yeah, yeah, gay men, not gay ladies. Don't have no app. Gay ladies don't have no app. Well, I I argue that lesbians hardly have culture at this point. We can go. To be honest, to be truthful, just because it's so many people trying to break out of this gender role thing that it's like, you know, it's two girls in a relationship, and I might wear men's clothing, but I ain't no man. Like what? Like I ain't even trying to be no man. That, and that's that's a whole conversation I've had to have with some people, and I'm just like, I was like, why can't a person just be a person? Like, dr- like be who they, like, why do we have to? What is a label? You know, I was like, can they just yeah. be Josh? Can they just be Trini? Like, can they just be? Yeah. Well, people people get stressed when it's different from them. They're like, oh, this isn't what's happening at my house. So like, yeah, like, I gotta I gotta learn something new. You want me to yeah. be even more accepting? I was like, uh, I, I do want you to keep learning. Yeah. Oh no, no, we know that's not what people want to do. Listen, they're like, I'm out of high school, I gotta learn no more. 
false. All right. It was so many people at graduation who said, Oh, I can't wait to turn my brain off. And I was looking at them like, What the? Exactly. Fuck? exactly. Oh. And then, uh, okay, so Tumblr, I mean, not Tumblr. Uh, <laughs> I'm probably sure some people got the date on Tumblr too. Tumblr, uh, uh, Tumblr after dark. I wish they were bringing that shit back. That was better than Pornhub. Listen, Tumblr for oh, man, sure. I forgot my password because I have problems. <laughs> right. Ain't they owned by MySpace or Yahoo or something whack like that? MySpace did a great job. They were fired and then they made Tumblr. And then I think they had one more site that, like, or I think they had like Kick too. Yeah. All oh, the, actually, that's how me and my wife got married. Kick. See, Kick was the first time I ever got uh, catfish. So uh, I did. I did. Oh, I did are you willing to share us share with us your kick your catfish story? Okay. Um. Are y'all so just give me some grace on this story? Yeah. Uh, you <laughs> whatever just going you want. Into that. Uh, I don't think I've told very many people this story. Uh, so. So I was probably like right out of high school. So I said I was like 18, 19. I was, I was 18 about to turn 19. And I had matched and was messaging this girl on kick. Um, she's like, hey, do you want to like meet up? Like I can come over, we can hang out. Like we already knew what it was. I was like, I was like, I was like, yeah, sure, fair. So you're looking uh, for a hookup just to yeah. clear it up. I was, I was like, right out of high school, like you're starting college. Like, yes, we are, we are doing nothing but Trying to catch them all like we're Pokemon Masters. There you go. Okay. <laughs> uh, but so we go over, we meet, and we hang out a couple times. And then we were just messaging. And she was like, she slipped up. And she was like talking about her homework like she was still oh, in okay. school. And I'm like, I'm like, maybe I just read that wrong. And so I was like, did you mean this? And she was like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So well, uh, what's this? I say catfishing. But it wasn't. She was who she was. However, she just lied about a, most of her identity. That's that's definitely a catfish. Yeah, Still, yeah. that's uh, a catfish. If you say you're somebody completely different and it's like loosely based on who you are, you're definitely still catfishing. Right. So we'll speed up uh, six months down the line. She had a birthday. She was like, hey, come over for my birthday. Friends, family going to be there. I'm like, sure, whatever. Um, so I was talking to her dad and she was like, I can't believe my little girl is going off to college next year. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, she's supposed to be going to college like this year. She's like, no, like she like just turned like, like 17. And I was like, wait, what? You said I've been going on a date with somebody who, <laughs> who's just turning 17. I was like, listen, um, I was like, no, I was like, I was like, what? So I pull her aside. I was like, let's have a conversation. I was talking to dad and he was like, you're just turning 17. She's like, oh yeah, I guess I'm busted. And I was like, <laughs> you guess? I was like, listen, I was like, <laughs> we can't be going on no dates <laughs> like this. Mm -mm. No, I cannot be out in public. Right. But I guess, I guess to be legally true, I mean, like legally fair, I think that might be cool, especially if you were talking to her dad and shit like that. Well, but I mean, you don't, you didn't know you was doing that, is what you're saying. Yeah, you ain't right. signed up for that. I feel that. Yeah. And that's what I was like, you give me the choice if I want to risk yeah. it. Yeah. So I was like, listen, I was like, at the time, I was like, I was living in like rural country area. I was oh, like, hell no. That is not the move. 100%. I was like, listen, mm -mm, I am a city boy out here in the country. I am not going to get caught in anybody's case. Okay. No, 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 no. Yeah. That was definitely a catfish. When people lie about their age, which I don't understand because if you tell the truth, most of the time, people be cool with whatever is happening. So, 
And I was like, I mean, we we could have been cool in a year or two, maybe. Uh, but I was like, hmm. Give me the choice. Right. That's, that's all I was asking for. Yeah. Which that's that's me, not unreasonable. It, it's not. You know, which leads me to Bumble. Bumble has given women the choice. Like, it's cool if you match, but sometimes they're like, you know what? I'm afraid to reject this person because I don't want them to lash out on me or like try to drag me. So they're like, you can decide if you want to start a conversation with this person. If not, in 24 hours, you never have to talk to them again. Yeah, that's that's lit. That's lit. Because the lashing out thing is really, really stressful. Like, man, I just don't get it. Like, I love myself and I love my gender. But we always own like 13 for some reason. Like, we right. don't handle rejection well. Mm-mm. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, so you don't love me? You don't like me? I'm not what you're looking for? Let me find the darkest part of my soul and just drag you through it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, why? I was like, it's not necessary. Like, it's, and it's okay. an ego thing. It turns into a public thing. Like, I need to prove that I'm a man and this woman will submit. And right. it's like, no, I'll beat your ass in the street. You know how fucked up it'll be to be on World Star to get beat up by a girl? Like, <laughs> Listen, uh, I'm not afraid to admit this. I did get in a fight with a girl when I was younger, and she she got she she ran those hands on me. See, I the faith. I caught it. That's and then what did you? What was the after that? You know, like getting beat up by girls not bad. It's just, y'all wasn't. What was y'all beefing over? Something dumb. Honestly, I can't even remember. It probably was. But then also, I was like, but my excuse, like after I got beat, because everybody wanted to like run their mouth. I was like, listen, I just don't hit women, you know? Really? Yeah, she just, she just... Really? She just you know, made you? Like, she really gave me the chance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a real thing to admit because some some men be out here, but I, I'm not assuming that you're one of these men. But like, we'll travel and like, people will say shit and I'll be like, you don't know where I'm from. I will beat your ass. And my wife is crazier than me, so I'm like, she really the one you need to be looking out for, homie? Listen, I tell people, I was like, you don't know anybody. I was like, just because you sure, just because you might be black, Asian, or whatever. I was like, you don't know what they know. No, listen, you could be listening. You could be talking to Rebecca, who is fifteen out here in the suburbs. But her dad was like, you know what? Let's get you in some jujitsu classes. Absolutely, and she will jujitsu your ass. Exactly. <laughs> you ain't expecting these hands, okay? Yes, yes. But like, men do be wilding. Right. Make sure you and if all the men listening to this, check people, check other men who be wilding. You know what I mean? Stand up and be like, dog, you just fucking tripping right now. Like, don't be no bystander, especially right. if they wilding out in a crazy ass manner where I'm like my like, gender is bad. Okay, listen, we already been through enough, okay? Exactly. And y'all are really on, on the struggle bus. Men right now really need to be on the straight and narrow about their character. Y'all are getting drugged through the fucking just hundred percent. And all of y'all aren't bad. That's why I'm like, I got a lot of male friends and I don't luckily don't have to be in a relationship with a man. I say luckily because it seems like it's really involved, but I feel like it's a lot and I'm the man in the relationship. So yeah, it's like, you're like, damn, I even got to live up to this. You know, it's just, it's a lot. It's a lot. But the guys that I meet, they don't be bad guys. They just be, it's, I feel like when it's time to make decisions in relationships, um, they're self-serving in a lot of different ways. And I, I too can be that way. So that's why I share my perspective when I'm in a, in, in a male area, like I play video games and stuff and do, you know, deal with a lot of producer friends who are guys. So we'll be like in sessions and we just chilling and they'll be talking and they talk to me like I'm one of the guys because one, I'm gay. And two, I'm in, I'm with them in on that friend level. So they just view me differently. 
Right. So they'll just be saying crazy shit that happened in their relationship. And I'm like, are you crazy? Like, no, she don't want to hear that. And she's going to leave you, dog. She's going to pack. I'll be surprised if she at home when you get there tonight. Honestly, I like to say that, but I was like, I don't know why. Like, like I said, we talked about the whole toxicity thing. They're like, like you did that to her? You think she's going to stay? I was like, you know what? She probably will. And you probably going to stay next time she wild out on YouTube. Why? Because both y'all crazy, okay? Y'all just... Y'all just love to be each other's toxic. Listen, that's that's what we do. And I was like, we actually have an episode coming up called The Destructive Millennial. And we talk about that. Uh, and it's just like all the, the toxic and triggering things we do in the name of quote unquote love. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, is this love? Because if so, I might stay single because I don't I don't want any part of that. Yeah, no, it's not. And I mean, we, I think you develop into love. You really got to just vibe with a person that you find that you can, you know, that you're willing to put in work with to build a relationship first and foremost. Like my wife, I love her unconditionally. If she decided she wasn't going to wake up and cook me another meal, you know, I would still love her. We would figure out what we was going to eat, but I would still love her to deep, deeply to my core. And I feel like a lot of people put so many conditions on marriage. It's like, well, a good wife would, iron your clothes we get up and do all of this and it's like she ain't gotta do shit for me right i'm willing to learn and i'm just her passenger on her journey i don't have to be involved in everything that deals with her we don't have to be together 24 7 it don't have to be none of those things i really want her to want to be around me and in order to enjoy my space i gotta take the pressure off i can't own her i can't you know like none of that shit works listen you're speaking facts right now um and I feel like a lot of that goes to like even I feel like in every relationship, uh, we have these old roles or quote unquote guidebook on how love or relationships should progress and what's to be expected. And I was like, A, who wrote this book? And B, why has there not been a sequel, an update, revision list to this book? Because I was like, we're not living in the 1800s anymore. Like I'm in 2021 right now. Yep. I was like, <laughs> I, I, I'm okay if you show your ankles. I'm not about to lose my mind, and I'm not about to shame you for it, you know? I was yeah. Like, Listen, I was like, because that's what that book still says, you know? It says a bunch of stuff that is super restrictive, uh, and it limits not just men, but women, too. Yeah, yeah, um, and men as fathers, especially. Like, yes. my dad was a dope-ass dad. He took me everywhere and all this, you know, used to change my diaper, do all those things, but now I feel like... It's like, ooh, a man don't, you know, it's just weird. It's like dad, dudes want to be dads too, you know? Exactly. And um, this is, a, like, I'm, I'm cultivating this now because a lot of the times people mistake me. Like, I had somebody tell me this last night. They're like, I thought you were, like, gay. And I was like, there's nothing wrong with that. But I was like, like, why? They're like, because you just have some feminine qualities or you're just emotionally intelligent. And I was like, I don't see the correlation. I was like, so I was like, hold on. I was like, let's redefine what it means to be a man or woman. Because if me being emotionally secure and like mentally sound means I'm no longer a man, uh, we need to, there's a, there's a problem here. Yeah. 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 When did women and start? And, but if you watch shows like divorce court, you're absolutely right. It be it's men that come to the table and they're like, "Hey, I have this. I just want her to really feel comfortable and all that." And the girl be wilding, <laughs> going crazy off the. Hey, what man just did he gotta be cheating, Your Honor? <laughs> exactly. And I was like, I was like, 
because <laughs> I wanted to provide for you, like, or yeah. like, or I wanted to just let you shine and thrive. Like, I, yeah, I was like, I can't do it. Yeah, I, was like, I can't. And do I, it. I, I think like, it's that balance of masculine and feminine that you're talking about. Like a lot of right. the traits that I have, um, people know that I'm gay because they're just masculine traits, and they feel right. like that somehow translates to lesbianism. But I'm way more feminine in our relationship than they would imagine. So it doesn't really correlate there, but I can see where you were going with that. Yeah. And I was just like, I was like, like I said, this math, it just don't make no sense. I, I, I don't know what's up with it. Uh, so I was like, without limiting us to the past, I feel like we should read, like I said, just redefine some things uh, just in order to foster healthy relationships. Yeah. I was like, because we base so many things off of like our dads or parents who base it off of their parents who base it off of that. So I was like, in all reality, I was like, we are perpetuating this. Like, we're like, we grow up and we're taught to perpetuate it unconsciously. Yeah. I was like, I have no problem if my girlfriend or wife is making more money than me. Yeah. It's going to the same household. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, or I was like, if I wanted to stay home and like take care of the kids and cook and clean, it's may not be because you were making more money, but I was like, maybe I'm just a housekeeper, you know, like a you're better a, at it. You're a homemaker. Yeah. We we talk about playing off of uh each other's strengths instead of gender roles because I'm right. a more masculine presenting woman. So people expect me to take out the trash and it's like mm -hmm. not fucking happening. Right. So my wife will be in heels, but she'll take the trash out. Right. <laughs> or if I was like, say I had arachnophobia and I'm scared of spiders. If you kill a spider, that doesn't diminish my manhood at all. I yeah. was like, she kills the spiders, but I might carry in the groceries. Like, I mean, like yeah, yeah. None of and tasks, household tasks aren't attributed to a gender role. That's just a roommate. Everybody got to take their damn trash right. out. Right. Women who live alone, what the hell you think happened? They call a man over to take their trash about? out. Yes. Come on, that's just a task. That doesn't define where you are and who you are in your femininity or masculinity. I love that, and I love fem feminine you know, traits on men just because I feel like it makes you a more well-rounded person. These traits right. that we're talking about, like emotional intelligence, that's super important, especially in the workplace. I work with men who have, well, have worked with men in the past who um don't have any emotional intelligence. And you know how hard that is to just deal with somebody who can't read the room and, you know, know what the fuck is happening? Right. Do you know how hard that is and then get labeled to be just like that dude? Oh, oh yeah. yeah oh right. yeah. Yeah. Oh, I would be so annoyed. I would be so annoyed. They're like, look at like, I was like, Chad is out here acting a fool, just saying all types of off the wall stuff. And then, then they look over at you, he's like, men. I was like, what do you mean, men? No. Yeah, Chad. men ain't shit. They love right. to say that one. Right. Dog. It's like, what the fuck? My roommate used to say this, my old roommate. And I was like, you know what? This is a golden catchphrase. She, he's like, there ain't no we. All right. It is you and it is me. But there ain't no we. I was like, you, no did this. you committed to this. I did not. We are not doing anything. We don't believe nothing. You believe this. You're going yep. to do this. Like 100%. That's, and I was like, that's what it needs to come back to. I was like, let this individual own all their character quirks and flaws and not generalize them. Yeah, because Chad is talking crazy because he's an asshole, not because he's a man. Because exactly. the lady down the hall that you're calling a bitch, she's doing the same thing. She's just an asshole. It's not because she's a woman and she's on her period and she's moody. She's just exactly. an asshole. Like they yeah. have, they have poor communication tendencies, and that's why it's being re uh, received this way, and it has nothing to do with their gender. Right.
that's major keys. People need to like install that into their life right now and stop being like, oh my God, you're so bitchy. You're a black woman. You're angry. You're mad. It's like, no, motherfucker, I'm mad because where the fuck my food at? Exactly. That's what <laughs> I'm tired. You know what? You know what I'm tired of? I'm tired of a trope. Damn it. There are all these tropes that we got going on right now. And I was just like, listen, I'm, I'm tired of it. Too many Karens out here, too many angry, this and that. You know, I just. I can't do it no more. I just can't. Yeah. I just want people to be nice to each other. It's like, just be sweet. Don't, right. you ain't got to go above and beyond. Ain't nobody asking you to do nothing crazy, but just don't be rude. Period. But listen, and it's even more simple than that. Just, all you can do is stay in your lane, you know? I was like, listen, we're driving side by side. We are not bothering each other. It don't matter how chaotic your lane is or what's going on in that car. You could be doing your makeup, shifting around, looking for uh, something you lost in your car. But as long as you stay in your lane, why am I worried? Why am I? Come on. Why am I worried? We got like 10 things we need to put on T-shirts from this conversation. <laughs> I'll, I'll have my people get in touch. We'll go ahead and get the design team going. Yes. We do split, you know, rev share, all of it. All right. All right, Josh, we're getting toward the end here. Um, Give me one thing that you want to tell people like as a takeaway of why they should listen to your podcast. Give me that hook, line, and sinker to get people over uh, to you and then let them know where they can find you on socials. Okay. Um, I'm going to do this twofold. Men, the reason I really want you to listen is to know it's okay to be yourself. It's okay to listen to your body. And if it tells you, hey, I don't like, you don't have to be that tough guy. Like you have flaws. That's okay. Embrace those. Women, keep listening because if you really want to know why things aren't working, I'm going to tell you because sometimes we are a little shy because we think, being emotional is a sign of weakness and we won't give it to you. So if your man won't give it to you, I will. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and do you give them some easy ways to get it out of their man? Are you giving them some like tips and tricks of things that maybe you could say to him to get it through? Uh, I kind of do. I tell everybody, I was like, I was like, any type of relationship is just that it's a relationship. I was like, don't just treat it like you're talking to your friend because whether it's your brother, your sister, your wife, your husband, your mom, dad, I was like, you have that connection, you have that uh, that intimacy. So just treat it like it's like you're just talking to a friend, and it makes things so much easier, so much healthier. Okay, and that's what we we talk about every day: communication, communication. It's not a big deal. Awesome. Let them know where they can find you on social. All right, guys, you can listen to the Not So Bad Bachelor Pad anywhere you can hear podcasts. That's Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts. You name it, it's there. You can find me on Instagram at Josh underscore Jones six eight and Twitter at, at call me dreads. Awesome. And all that info will be in the description for those of you listening. Thank you so much, Josh, for coming on. Thank and you. I will make sure I plug your podcast in the description. I appreciate you. No problem. Thank you, 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 and you for listening to What The Pod Episode 6. If you want to hear more conversations like these, make sure you hit the subscribe button. Whatever social media you're on, follow, subscribe, hit the bell, do all the things. Thank you so much, and I will see you next time.